I, I don't even know. Like, did the marketing department talk to the HR department before they made these decisions? That seems like a really <laughs> well, bad I'm sure, one. I am sure there was very intense oh, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Stand Up Stand Up, presented by IT Misfits. This is where tech professionals and comedy intersect daily in your new favorite stand-up meet. Each episode has two parts, a roundtable discussion on an IT topic, and then an open source open mic, where each comic shares or works on a stand-up comedy bit. At the end of the week, we perform our final crafted bit. Just like any good stand-up meeting, we try to make these short and valuable. Hopefully, this brings a smile to your day, gives you something to think about, and most importantly, gives you something funny you can share with other IT professionals. All right. Well, welcome to my fellow misfit, Tim Stevens. Today, we're continuing our interview with Matt Abrahams. But before we get into that, let's do a little open source comedy. When I'm emotionally upset, I like to go play on the sympathy seesaw. You know, that's where, like when you're down, but the other person's up and they're like, hey, it'll be okay. Things will get better. Your projects will finish on time. Don't worry. You're like, oh, that's good. But now they're down. And so you're like, hey, don't worry. Things will get better. Your projects will finish on time. You're really just looking for that balance. Most of the time, nobody will play with me. So I just end up like this. And I just sit there and write things in my Evernote hurt journal. Six terabytes in that thing at this point. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's get back into the interview. Uh, that's funny. So actually, that kind of leads me into to another topic that I wanted to discuss is, is you you mentioned that um, in the, I think it was either in a, I don't remember where I read it, either podcast or, or uh, maybe it's in the book, but you talk about small talk and really how the pandemic has kind of messed with small talk in a way, like we aren't good at it or we aren't as good as we used to be. And then you even talked uh, in this about the Zoom meetings and about the kind of the way we're communicating. I don't know. Some people are being called back to work. Others not. I'm not sure how this is all going to play out. But I, it seems to me that we we need help in understanding how to better how to better, I guess, create what we used to have when it comes to small talk in a Zoom meeting, and then you know, maybe outside of the Zoom meeting or something, because it, it seems like the only time I'm talking with people is when I'm in a 20 person or a 10 person or even just a three or four person meeting, but that doesn't lend itself really to small talk. And, you know, within, within two minutes, somebody would be like, well, hey, can we need to get this meeting started? And it's like, well, you know, but we were enjoying the small talk. So what, what's your, <laughs> what's your thoughts there? So there are a lot of things I could say. So small talk gets a bad rap. First and foremost, I, I I would love to rebrand small talk. Small talk is actually a very valuable form of communication. It's not small at all. Big things are happening in small talk. And we, we need to recognize what those things are. So small talk allows us to connect with other people. It allows us to explore similarities, differences, get interesting new ideas. It, we find collaborations. We find similarity. We find difference. All of these are very informative and useful. When it comes to virtual communication, the goal is not to replicate, well, let me say it this way. Not everything that we do in person should be replicated virtually. Uh, a colleague of mine, somebody I've also interviewed on the podcast, his name is jo Jonathan Lavav, 
And he's done some work on this whole transition to virtual communication. And one of the things that he shared with me is the goal is not to replicate what we have when we're in person. The goal is to figure out what's the underlying principle or activity that's being accomplished and then figure out how can you do it virtually. So for example, when we meet people in person, we shake hands, maybe we give a hug. In certain cultures, they give a bow. Uh, that's serving to connect with somebody. It's very hard to do that virtually. I can't shake your hand. I could bow, I guess. But could we find another way of acknowledging the other person's presence and connecting through the technology that, that fulfills the same obligation? And the answer is yes. And organizations have come up with lots of interesting ways that people greet themselves. So when it comes to small talk, we have to think again, what is small talk doing? And how are there ways that I can accomplish those goals given the tools that I have? Could I build something into the chat? Could I build something into the use of uh, the way people's names are? You know, in, in Zoom, for example, most of the tools, you can change how your name appears, right? We could change our name. In fact, um, I have two teenage boys. Uh, this is one of these parenting moments where your kids do something that's blatantly wrong, but amazingly genius. And, and you, it's hard as a parent to, to sort of scold, but be like, oh man, I wish I would have thought of that. So one of my kids said, that one of the things that they and their fellow students do, and this was back in the pandemic Zoom school, is they'll change their name to be connecting dot, 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 and they just won't move and stare at the screen and the teacher never called on them. And I'm thinking that's genius. And you should never do that, right? So, so, but, so that's a tangent. But the point is, is there a way that we could connect with each other, share information, essentially fulfill small talk obligation using this tool? So for example, could I start off the meeting posing a couple questions and you change your name to reflect your answer in to one of those questions? And then all of a sudden we're connected in a certain way. So I could say, how many people eat breakfast for dinner and change your name to reflect what you eat. And, you know, Jerry and I could both put cereal and Tim puts pancakes. All of a sudden, we just learned something interesting about each other, something we might do in small talk that allows us to be connected. So my point is this, it is hard. You have to make a conscious effort. Good things come from small talk. Can we leverage technology and what it affords us or takes away from us to accomplish those same goals? Are we pausing extra long for effect? <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a fun fact about Zoom. The beginning of August, they they officially started calling back a majority of their workforce back into the office if you yeah. work within 50 miles of one of their home offices, yeah. which is so awesome. It's such <laughs> a contradiction. You're in the business of providing a yeah. virtual channel, right, for people to connect. And now you're pulling your employees back in. So. so as somebody who teaches strategic communication, I find that fascinating. And and we we I think we're going to use that as a case in my class to really talk about how do you do that, right? I mean, it, it affects your brand. It affects everything. But by not calling people back, they, they well, let me put it this way. It appears that they found that that their business would be better off to publicly cause that that. Yeah. disconnection that you're talking about. Um, mm. So I find that interesting from a strategic communication point of view. I literally live 15 minutes from Zoom's galactic headquarters. And so wow. it's it's interesting to to just think, and I know many people who work there, it's interesting to think about how they did that. Yeah, yeah that that to me is, is uh, just a 
I don't even know. Like, did the marketing department talk to the HR department before they made these decisions? That seems like a really <laughs> well, bad I'm one. Sure, I am sure there was very intense oh, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but dang, <laughs> you, I, I, yeah. that had to be a really intense conversation. And somebody had to yeah. weigh in and just be like, look, we're losing X by doing this. I mean, even, and, and have to do it publicly. You know, it, I just, that just really shocked me that one. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think the only other question I had, we we talk about jargon and not using jargon, but in IT, sometimes using jargon is almost your uh, social status in a way, right? Like your the ability to to use jargon and talk to each other in a leveraging that, um, <clears throat> and then at the same time you get a business person in the meeting who doesn't understand the jargon and everything gets kind of wonky. Any any quick solves on how much to use, how how little to use, a better way to do it? So I totally agree with you that if you're talking to somebody uh, who is really trying to, if you're talking to somebody who you are very confident has a, a vernacular, a lexicon that is similar to yours, it provides a shorthand and it allows you to communicate more efficiently, more quickly. And in some ways, it's a lot more fun to talk with somebody. You know, we all remember being kids coming up with our own little language that we thought was fun, that was shorthand. You know, there is value that comes from that. The problem is if others don't have the full understanding, have the full decoder ring, then it becomes really challenging. And so, again, it boils down to know your audience. Maybe you define a bunch of terms at the beginning of the meeting and then you jump in. Um, again, and then the last thing I'll say is it gets back to strategic communication. By using vocabulary that is unique and, and highly specialized, it does give you a special status in the moment. And you have to weigh is that status and it was being perceived as having that status more important than making sure everybody understands clearly what you're saying. And there are times, certainly yeah. I think that's true. And there are times where I think it actually works against you. So you have to make that calculation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I say something very similar to people who race through their content. Their goal is just to get through their content. And my point is, it's not about getting through the content. It's did anybody understand and learn and benefit from what you said? Right. And and so the same thing in this case is is the benefit of using this vernacular that only a few people know, does it outweigh people actually understanding what the heck you're saying? And and there could be cases where that's the case, but I don't think so. Uh so it's about knowing your audience and really thinking strategically about what it's about. All right. Well, uh thank you very much for being with us here today. Uh special thanks to my fellow misfit Tim Stevens, and of course to our esteemed guests. Matt Abrams, really appreciate you being here on the show with us, sir. And uh, again, just please, you know, the book, uh, when does the book come out? It's this month, right? Or is it already? The out? book comes out September 26th. It's called Think Faster, Talk Smarter. It's all about how to speak better in the moment. And boy, uh, does it do a great job at it. And it gives you those quick um, uh, implementation methods that are really, really valuable. So it's not just a book that you read and kind of go, eh, I don't know, I didn't get much out of it. You will absolutely get something out of it by reading it. I think all of us can use that. And again, thank you so much for being here. Everyone have a wonderful day. That's it for today's stand-up meeting. Remember, this isn't just a podcast. It's a weekly process to find the funny. You are front row at the birth of any of this comedy. It's open source, so please, Feel free to share this with people that you work with. If you share something funny with other people, their day will be brighter and you'll be amazed at how much better your day is because of it.
Thank you very much for being here. Have a great day.